familiar is sometimes discomforting feel. His experiences, quite apart from his intellectual framework, speak a common tongue. If you have ever known the feeling of being lost in the woods, or in a strange city, then you also know the relief of finding your way again. The sense of having been lost and then finding one's way again strikes the dominant chord in a grateful key of the Confessions. The thirteen chapters of this book, which might better be translated as Conversations, are the voice of one man's soul to God, a voice simultaneously calling out to other souls who are also before God. In this groundbreaking piece of world literature, Augustine shows us that to be at all means to be from God, to be oriented to God, and to be brought to God by God. The Relevance of Augustine O Lord our God, let us abide in hope, under the screen of your wings, protect us and carry us. You will carry us, both as little children and into our greying years you will carry us, for then is our strength really strength, when you are it, but when it is our strength it is weakness. Our good lives eternally in you, and because we were turned away from there we have been turned inside out. Let us return now, O Lord, in order not to be overturned, since our good lives in you without any defect, because you yourself are it. Let us not fear that there be nowhere to return to, since we fell down from there, and while we are not there our home, your eternity, will not fall down. Confessions 4. 31. It's well to say, let us not fear, for people firmly convinced of all Augustine says here, but all this may seem a bit much for those of us who struggle to hold on to the notion of God at all, for those of us whose consciousness is weighed down by the ravages of modernity. If we are neither fully able nor fully willing to hear one clear and distinct voice called God, why would the experiences of a Christian bishop of the late Roman world speak to our own? How can his understanding of God, thoroughly conditioned by his historical context, hold much significance for us who are equally if differently encased by our own cultural conditioning? After all, does not our own culture form the medium in which all our linguistic formulations of meaning sink or swim? The elements that separate us from him, spanning the gap of over fifteen hundred years, are legion. Consider, for example, the question of finding commonality between his conversion experience and our own religious experiences. How many of us would jettison our career just where a long-hoped-for success begins to come into view? How many of us would, at the same time, cast away forever the hope of being joined to another human being in that fullest and most intimate of ways? And yet both of these renunciations were part of Augustine's conversion, or part of his decisive conversion to Catholic Christianity, because his was a life that involved more than a few significant turnings. Paradoxically, Augustine's conversion, foreign as it may be to our own mode of religiousness, is the golden thread that supplies the connection between two very distant and different worlds. For the notion of a conversion, a fundamental change of a whole person through which one becomes different and yet somehow more of one's true self, is a universal experience. We find this kind of experience in many cultures under the auspices of many different religious or philosophical world views. Just as universal, just as truly human seems to be the desire to communicate that change to others. The changed self 
reaches out to a curious world in a way that finds or creates a ready audience. The very title Augustine gave his greatest work, The Confessions, has itself become an exemplar and created a literary genre. The Confessions of X is a well-comprehended commodity. Something about X will be revealed in these pages, and what could be more tantalizing than a revelation of someone else's personal life? But what of Augustine's life can interest us? Most of us are not headed for a life as a pastor, nor will we write as many books as Augustine or engage in as many theological controversies. So where's the interest? What does Augustine show us that gets our attention, that is worth looking at again and again? I can best answer this question by saying why I read and reread the Confessions, and it's not merely because as a college professor I often assign it to my students. Augustine shows us the...